the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The source for in-depth business and investing news. We are Business 1440. KYCR, Golden Valley. A service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Residents of Florida, Georgia, and South Carolina all keeping an eye on Hurricane Dorian in Tampa. Roger Shulman is news director for the Salem affiliate WGULAM 860. The answer says people have been stocking up. There is a, a big shortage of gasoline. A lot of stores have uh, water gone, but there's plenty of water in the state, and it is getting resupplied. It's just that there's these sporadic outages, and people get a little irritated. Meanwhile, Hurricane Specialist Jack Bevin at the National Hurricane Center says it's way too early to know where and even if the Category 4 storm will make landfall. The models have spread out a little more. There's still some heading for Palm Beach, but there are others heading much further up the coast. So right now it is very difficult to pinpoint. The new forecast track actually has the storm running near or over the coast from the north of Palm Beach up to near Daytona Beach. This is SRN News. Are you the expert in your industry? Do others in the community come to you for help in your line of business? There's an affordable way to position you and your company as the authority. I'm Mike Murphy, sales leader for Business 1440 in Salem Media Twin Cities. Let us help you bring your brand to life with your very own radio show and podcast. You know your business, and we know how to build an effective and engaging audio program with both on-air and online distribution. You will grow your business by enhancing your credibility and branding yourself as the go-to specialist in your field, positioning you above your competitors. Let's work together to make you the expert that Twin Cities residents turn to for information in your field. Contact me, Mike Murphy, to talk about bringing your brand to life with your very own radio program. If you love radio as much as we do, consider joining us by having your own show. Go to TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com and click on Host Your Own Program. This station is owned and operated by Salem Media Group. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you'll receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, EVRcleaning.com. Remember, forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. 
The Wall Street Business Network is on the air. The predatory nature now of global capitalism, it's just completely unrestricted. There's no constraints. It's a wild time. It's the King Banyan Show. We want to create jobs. The quickest way to do it is to provide more food stamps. Government is that fiction whereby everybody believes that he can live at the expense of everybody else. As an educator and former legislator. And that is the free lunch myth. Professor Banyan steps out of the classroom and onto the airwaves to break down the local and national economic news that matters to you. Hip, hip, hooray. Unemployment is down. We're in an age where where common sense sounds esoteric. It's the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Unfortunately, economists' words carry relatively little weight in politics. Now, here's King Banyan. Welcome back, King Banyan Show. Business 1440. Happy, happy... Uh, Labor Day weekend to you. We are live. Um, I cannot remember. So it's my birthday week, and I cannot remember having a birthday week that has been as cold as this one. I'm used to the opposite. I'm used to this being the week where I'm like, you know, summer could be over now. It'd be okay. But I'm not ready for summer to be over. Not just because last winter was a stinker of a winter. It it's more to the point. I cannot, for the life of me, I cannot, for the life of me, get warm lately. Particularly down in the uh, basement where I watch, uh, where I watch television. Usually, usually about nine in the evening, I go down and watch what's happening. And this week, of course, um, trans, you know, last twenty-four hours transfixed by what's happening uh, outside the United States between. Watching Brexit, the uh, collapse of the Italian government, and and what's going on in Hong Kong right now, um, I am just I, I I have as many different international stations. I'm watching Sky News. I'm watching Deutsche Welle. I'm watching I I, I grab uh, I grab stations off live stream if I can find them. Uh, I'm trying to find all kinds of news. Uh, one of our listeners who follows us at Pound KBRS on Twitter, Pound KBRS, suggested uh, suggested a week or two ago that if you're interested in Hong Kong, you should be following Michael Yan. Well, I had Michael Yan at my breakfast table this morning. Uh, his Facebook page uh, was live was live b- broadcasting the uh, the Hong Kong the the Hong Kong protests. Um, and, um, you know, my home, I mean, nine o'clock is the only time that the television goes on at 9 PM. We typically don't have TV on during the day. We do not have a television in the living area or the kitchen area. Um, so it was a bit of a sacrilege for me to be playing video at the breakfast table. But on the other hand, it, it, it's just captivating. And so, uh, uh, thanks to, uh, Thanks to uh, our our listener uh, uh, who goes uh, as at Tuptian, um, who uh, provided me the f- provided me the idea to use Michael Yan's uh, 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 video feeds. Uh, he and he's a blogger and he's an independent journalist. And uh, uh, I would suggest to you if you are in fact interested in uh, in this to follow him. And if you find him useful, then you should probably. Put a few uh, 
I put a few coins in his Patreon page uh, because he's doing he's doing uh, the work that uh, a lot of people do. I follow. Um, I've, I, I I subscribe uh, online to uh, the South China Morning Post, but I'm also reading of late the Hong Kong Free Press as well. So if you're interested in that topic, and I don't really know how he could it be, um, you definitely want to, to you know. The, I want to pay much more attention to this than I do whatever's happening in Washington right now. Don't worry. We'll talk about what's happening in the economy in just a moment. We'll do that. We can't avoid. We're going to have to talk about uh, Brexit. I've been trying to get someone to explain me whether it's proroguing or proroguing. I've heard it pronounced both ways. But uh, it's neither of what, in terms of what it is technically that uh, that uh, Boris Johnson has done there. But he's basically told Parliament, you have... You have a period of time to get your act together, but you're not going to prattle on for weeks and weeks and damage my ability to negotiate with uh, the EU. We're getting out on October 31st. Um, my famous phrase, come hell, high water, or little green people. Uh, we're getting out. <laughs> so, um, and I think it's clear at this moment that uh, the EU has come to realize we got about six weeks to get this right. And I'll explain why and sort of how this process works um and and how how they ramp up to october 31st could there be detours sure but i think the probability that the probability that they're leaving on october 31st is now better than 50 50 and i think the probability that it's a no deal brexit is probably about 50 50 and then that that pure that amount between 50 and 75 or 50 or 80 percent whatever you think it is because i think there's 20 to 25 percent probability that they'll get an extension past october 31st that's agreed to by both the eu and by and by this government or a succeeding government because one of the things they could do obviously is to vote no confidence next week and and it's not clear to me that uh boris might want that he may decide you know what an election won't hurt me i'm willing to go there um so so I am uh, watching that. Of course, also our prayers uh, to uh, the people of Florida look like they may be spared. Uh, Hurricane Dorian looks like it's moved to the north. Unfortunately, that puts them right in the path of where my mom lives up in Myrtle Beach. So I'm going to have to pay more attention to that. That just happened in the last few hours as well. But let's run through some of the news of the week. It's going to be very, very, very quick. A very quick there was because this isn't a week where you get a whole lot of news um there's some weekly stuff out there but there was i would argue there was some very good news in the data there are a little bits of bad news but i think if you wanted to really find if you really wanted to find where the good news is happening i think the good news is happening again largely on the side of the consumer the consumer is leading this economy um in a in a very in a very interesting way this this rotation has happened 2018 was the year of the investor business investment was high uh profits picked up largely thanks to the tax cut largely because we thought we thought that the that the cost of capital had been reduced we would see this big uptick in investment it has not materialized, I think, in the way that the tax cuts' biggest supporters had thought. Um, but things have not gone too badly, and 
consumer confidence, you know, reported this week from the University of Michigan, well above the expectation. Okay, came in at 135, was expected at 130. That's a pretty big miss on that and and a little bit uh difficult to to explain but it's worth um but it's worth noting same store sales were up 5.7 percent week over week new orders for durable goods up 2.1 percent which beat expectations as well consumer spending was up was up six tenths percent and interestingly personal income disposable personal income didn't rise by nearly as much. Households are beginning to look at interest rates. They're beginning to look at the economy and say, you know what, I'm going to keep spending, and if I need to borrow money to do that, the penalty for me to do that is not that large because investment opportunities aren't that big out there. Uh, Stock market's making highs, causing some people perhaps to decide, you know, I think... I think maybe I'll take some of those gains off the table and go ahead and consume some of that. Typically, we think that you only consume in a year about two to three percent of your of your change in wealth, but that could that that doesn't come in an even stream. So maybe a little bit more of that is happening right now. Uh, the GDP report that came out. This is interesting. I want you to pay attention to this particular point. So GDP. It, The GDP numbers get revised twice. The first revision for Q2 came out this past week and said that GDP, which had been previously reported to have risen 2.1%, actually rose at 2.0%. That sounds bad, but I want to give you the better part of that news. If you look at what, you know, and this is sort of a, good side bad side thing if you look at private at private purchases or purchases real final sales for domestic purchasers meaning what are people in the united states buying so this purely on the demand side rose from 3.2 percent to 3.5 percent led again mostly by an increase in personal consumption expenditures up more than 4% on an annual basis in the last quarter. Meaning, once more, the consumer has become the engine of this expansion, rotated from businesses who are talking about the decline in, in, decline in exports and, and the cost of importing goods and, and, and all these things which are causing a lot of difficulty. Indeed, the State Street Investor Confidence Index fell uh, 8.7 points. It's a huge drop. It's not a, it's not a well-reported uh, number. It made, it, there's so many different numbers to report business confidences and, and consumer confidence. Um, but in general, business confidence has fallen. Consumer confidence has risen. Business investment has fallen. Consumer spending has risen. Businesses have paid attention. Retail inventories were up eight tenths percent in in uh, in July, reversing a lot of that inventory decline that that weighed down the second quarter number. So the so indeed the the third quarter number that we're beginning to see emerge looks like it could be again above two percent. 
It's not a strong growth rate. I, I understand the president complaining that day if we just had if we just had the rates that the uh, other countries had, if the Fed wasn't being so tight with monetary policy, things would be things would be much much better for us. I don't know if that's true, but he's right to say the business investment that the tax cut was supposed to bring hasn't happened. But he should be happy about the fact that consumer confidence seems to be seems to be swinging into action and giving additional legs to to this long expansion that's been going on now for better than nine years. We're going to talk about more about that right after these words from our sponsors. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. We're surrounded by noise, bombarded by information, messages struggling to get attention. So many choices and ways to reach customers. Your message needs to cut through and stand out. Today's technology can do that, but you need the resources and know-how to make it all work. You need Salem Surround. With all the digital marketing tools available and necessary to compete in today's business world, you need to know how to use all the options efficiently. Our team at Salem Surround has the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof. We know digital marketing and how to deliver customers so you can run your business. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. For no limitations on how and where you can reach customers, there's Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Of course we want to consider the legitimate asylum and uh, refugee claims, but... We have limits, and that's the thing that's been missing from the immigration system debate. It's a night of no-holds-barred commentary with blogger and author Michelle Malkin. And that just tells you how twisted the priorities of Capitol Hill are, that they think it is more important to protect 700,000 illegal aliens in this country rather than get rid of these stupid programs that are endangering American lives. Join the conversation on Tuesday, September 24th at the AIM Center in Burnsville. Tickets start at just $12.80. There's also a limited number of elite VIP upgrades that will put you in the front row with a copy of Michelle's brand new book, Open Borders, Inc. Did we mention that VIP seating includes meet and greet access? Business 1440 presents an evening with Michelle Malkin. Tickets and details at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Did you know you were kicking in your mommy's tummy before you were born? We were? Yep. I just learned at school that babies move and kick before they're even born. No No wonder we're so good at soccer. That's right, kids. A pre-born baby is moving about and even kicking just 14 weeks from conception. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of information and alternatives to abortion, or you'd like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, Please call 1-800-366-7773, 1-800-366-7773, or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America. 
There's a documentary uh, that I've been watching, and Andrew, if you're into this music, I think you would you would love this documentary. It's about the uh, formation of uh, Blue Note Records. Uh, it's over on uh, Stars. Um, I I loved it. I'm loving it. I'm I'm not actually through the whole thing yet. But the thing I like about it is that get this. You're gonna love, okay. So. I should tell you, by the way, King Bay Show, Business 1440. I haven't even identified who we are here yet. Um, bad radio, King. Bad radio. Uh, but um, uh, uh, the uh, the mothership, as we like to call the uh, station down in Egan, um, is uh, your, your sort of standard cinder block um Construction with a basement that has a lot of our studios, including the one Andrew's sitting in down there right now. And you know, you would have thought that all of the uh, all of that beautiful music that was made in the fifties and the sixties on Blue Note Records was made in a studio some somewhere, some smoky studio somewhere in uh, in oh, I don't know, Queens or or maybe in Motown or something like that. Not at all. In New Jersey, in the home of the parents of the sound engineer, in their living room, they were there for the first seven years. So so if you'd get any Blue Note record between 1951 and 1957, it was recorded in in his parents' living room, not even the owners of the place. It's the... It's the sound engineer that attached themselves to Al Lyon and Frank. Oh, God, I'm going to blow Frank's last name. Uh, but the people that created Blue Note, who themselves were, you know, were white German immigrants who came over in the early 1930s, who just loved jazz and were recording things because they wanted to have the music preserved. They, they were simply doing... Me- they were basically doing curator museum work. They were not, in fact, uh, they were not, in fact, uh, out to make a dollar. It didn't seem. Um, anyway, um, be, you know, f- eventually they build a they build something, and they actually hired a student of Frank, Frank Lloyd Wright to build the what most of the stuff from the late fifties and all of the sixties was recorded in it, which is a beautiful, beautiful building from the inside. Doesn't look like terribly much from the outside, but. It actually looks like a church from the outside, but it just reminded me reminded me so much of the fact that uh, you know m- radio stations for the most part live in these these um, cinder block buildings. I remember the one that that I hung around as a kid in back in New Hampshire. I remember the one I was in, you know, and the one I was in in a college in both college radio stations in my undergraduate and graduate school days. Um, and, um, I don't think I'd ever seen, seen, uh, before that, uh, Blue Note was actually recorded in somebody's house, in somebody's parents' house. Um, I'm watching and we're trying to, we're trying to, uh, arrange for some, uh, feedback from people who are there. Uh, yeah, good. We can do that. We'll do it that second hour. Ed Morrissey will be able to join us during, uh, the second hour today to discuss what's happening there but there was a live round fired in in, in victoria park where it's evening now it's about uh it's about uh 10 20 10 yeah, 10 23 at this moment in the evening in hong kong 
and um, it's um, it's I mean things are yeah things are spiraling um, toward uh, more violent conflict. Um, you've got uh, protesters infiltrating. Uh, you've, yeah, so you've got undercover cops infiltrating uh, protesters. This is not the first week they've done that. There was some. There was at least one report of a live round fired last week uh, in the air, but they're saying another one. And there has been there has been a pro- protester taken to hospital, according to the uh, South China Morning Post at this particular hour. Um, so, uh, if you're interested, six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. Again, we'll get we'll have Ed Morrissey from HotAir.com with us during the second hour today. Um, I'm keeping track of the. I, I haven't even had with everything going on. I haven't even had a chance to check to see what's going on with the weather by my mom's place, where maybe uh, Hurricane Dorian has uh, decided to take a turn up the coast, and that that is double plus ungood uh, for the people of Georgia and South Carolina, but but would be uh, would be a relief to the people down in Florida, and you know you just don't know where these things happen. Um, let me uh, let me uh, let me describe a few. Uh, uh, just, let's me play just one or two things here. Uh, Kevin Divney is the uh, chief economist at uh, Russell Investments, and despite this slowing economy, uh, Divney sees that there have been some changes in what's happened in the. Uh, it, it, there's there's been uh, some ways in which we're reporting this that I think we should probably talk about. The fact that the data looks like it's slowed down doesn't appreciate the huge increase in business profits that happened in 2018, and Divney makes this point for us. Let's play cut number three, please, Andrew. There's been a lot of hand-wringing about the deceleration in the S&P reported earnings. Uh, the last two quarters, and probably what's going to happen in Q3, uh, it's going to exceed expectation. It's been a very healthy beat across the quarters. But people forget, last year earnings were up over 25% for the S&P 500. Um, we haven't seen that sort of sequential double-digit growth since the 90s. It was around 6-7% from, from, say, 2012 up until we had the tax cut. So a little bit of a pause in consolidation is not uh, unexpected fundamentally. But when you look at guidance... And and you look how things came in, the top line is still around 5%. And the part that we're looking at for an indicator things are slowing down, can margins maintain at these levels? And we're seeing very high profit margins and good high returns on capital for U.S. equities. Veronica? So if you believe that that, um, that, that this, this economy is slowing down, it, it's slowing down from a, from a fairly rapid pace in 2018. And so if you take... If you take the three to four percent growth, and you then play uh, from 2018, and then you drop the two percent growth on top of it, and I understand that people said, "Well, when measured properly, 2018 growth was only two and a half percent." Well, you can do average. You can do an average year to an average year. You can do a fourth quarter to a fourth quarter, and frankly, the fourth quarter to fourth quarter number is significantly higher than the average year to the average year between 2018 and 2017. So, what I would what I would tell you is that is that 20, 2018 was a was a pretty darn good year, and we're still seeing you know profits at at pretty decent levels. So, as I go through that news one more time for you, uh, and and look at look at the data, um, 
it, look at the data. The market's rallying strikes me as being probably something that's that's pretty good, not actually bad at all. Um, there's no doubt that manufacturing is slowing down. And as we said, business investment is probably cooling a little bit from the hot pace it started with in 2018. It couldn't sustain that pace for terribly long. But remember, a supply-side uh, a supply side response to the tax cut is something that evolves over time. It does not come all at once. You don't immediately jump from a 2% economy to a 4% economy. And it wouldn't shock me. I still make my baseline forecast to be that there's a recession that happens right toward the end of 2020 or early 21. I don't think it's going to be a particularly deep one. I think it's going to be because I don't see anything... I don't see the imbalances in the economy as being sharp and cataclysmic with except for my concerns about negative yields which I will which I will discuss at at some point here in the you know in a little bit but I wanted but but you know let's go ahead and play this now let's do this before the break uh this is uh Steve Leesman on CNBC trying to trying to paint what is in some sense the opposite case to uh, what Divnia just discussed. Uh, this is on CNBC talking about purchase, about the impact of trade around the world on what's happening in the United States. Let's play cut number four, please. Yes, Sarah, thanks. As the Fed worries about global economic weakness, it's finding out just how connected the world is. The data the Fed is looking at suggests weakness overseas having important effects over here and happening already. Take a look at these key gauges of manufacturing in China and the U.S. They both fallen together. The U.S. PMI falling from 60 to around 52. Below 50 is contracting. Along with it, China's manufacturing index has dropped from just below 52 to now into contraction territory around 49. Joined at the hip, that chart looks like to me. What's also happening is it also affects what's happening in Germany as well. Overall, Chinese imports are down year over year. That started in December. A few months before that, overall exports from Germany, they went negative, suggesting a strong German-Chinese trade and economic connection. So anything that weakens China can hurt Germany. Germany's weakness, that's in turn a big part of Europe's weakness. All of this washes up on U.S. shores, and it shows up, among other places, in our export data. Yesterday, second quarter GDP data showed that U.S. exports, they almost always add to growth. They subtracted seven-tenths of a point from growth. In fact, this year, the, uh, the, this year, they saw the two biggest export subtractions from growth in a quarter since the Great Recession. That is in the last four quarters. The good news the U.S. has held up remarkably well, thanks to the consumer. We got some of that ink, uh, spending number th- this morning. U.S. still growing at 2%, but the links are there. And if other economies worsen, Sarah, in what is still a globalized world, the U.S. is not going to be immune. Well, so for, there's, there's several parts of that, and, and we're, we're, up, we're up at the bottom of the hour. So let me go ahead and, and just let's just put a pin in that and come back to it after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Army National Guard is about more than just serving your country. It's about being there for your community when your neighbors need you most. 
The Army National Guard makes college affordable. Serving part-time lets you attend school full-time while you take advantage of education benefits that can help you graduate debt-free. If a civilian career is your goal, serving part-time allows you to work at a full-time job. The skills, qualities, and contacts you'll develop in the Guard can open doors to a great civilian career. Want to serve but worried about being away from friends and family? Part-time service in the Army National Guard allows you to serve close to home. Serving in the Army National Guard lets you have the life you want while you enjoy the many benefits of serving your community and nation. You owe it to yourself to learn more about how the Army National Guard can fit into your life. Visit NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. Hi, everybody. This is Dennis Prager. You know, every week I have the male-female hour, and I, among other things, have been trying to explain men to both men and women. Men don't fully understand themselves, and women totally understandably don't understand men unless they are explained what men are about, especially male sexual nature, because it's so different from female sexual nature. Years ago, I recorded at a synagogue, in fact, a four-part series of lectures called Men's Sexual Nature. So over the course of six hours, I talk about adultery, pornography, values, and sexuality, what men want, what they're like, what their nature is. Once women understand men and their challenges, they'll better appreciate the men in their lives. This is the best thing I ever did on male sexuality. The complete four-part series is now 50% off in the Prager Store. Go to PragerStore.com. Hey, look at this. Why are you on your phone? We have dinner reservations. I'm getting a quote for life insurance from Ethos. Just look. Wow. You know, I thought it would be more expensive. A friend told me about Ethos. It's the new straightforward kind of term life insurance that offers policies for any budget. Let's do an estimate for you. Do we have time? You just answer four simple questions to get an instant quote. <clears throat> These are easy questions. And there's the instant quote. Seriously? That was really fast. I know, right? And the online application only takes about 10 minutes. No pushy agents. And in most cases, no medical exams. It's perfect for us. Can we apply right now? Why not? And after dinner, maybe we can celebrate. You know what? Ethos is perfect for us. Ethos is ethical term life insurance. Straightforward and super fast. Don't put it off. Go to ethoslife.com for a free instant quote now. E-T-H-O-S life.com. That's ethoslife.com. Now back to the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Welcome back, King Daniel Show. Business 1440. Excellent. 651-289-4477. I got too many things to look at right now. I'm trying to trying to get through what's happening with Dorian. Uh, it has looks like it is sliding to the east. It'll be hovering around, uh, the latest forecast uh, has it hovering through Florida, to passing, passing by... Uh, very slowly up the coast and probably not striking uh, all the way to the north end of Florida in Jacksonville until uh, Wednesday morning. And then it really sort of depends. If it goes inland, um, it will 
cause some pretty serious serious damage up the coast if it if it jogs back out and stays out in the ocean to the east um it, it it'll just it'll just be a bunch of rain uh and uh there's a there's a track being suggested where it takes it right the heck over my mom's house uh so <laughs> we are we are we are paying uh, pretty close attention to that um we'll get to brexit in just a moment but let me let me take a moment to reflect on on the the nature of of negative interest rates and talk about that uh we'll we'll do hong kong and and brexit in the next hour but uh i wanted to um i wanted to uh get to this um we so the 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 issue that Leesman starts with, indeed, you know what? Let's just go ahead and play it again, uh, Andrew, for them. This is cut number four. This is Steve Leesman yesterday trying to explain how the rest of the world is going to take it, it. You know, even if the U.S. does everything okay, the rest of the world might take us down anyway. Cut number four. Yes, Sarah, thanks. As the Fed worries about global economic weakness, it's finding out just how connected the world is. The data the Fed is looking at suggests weakness overseas having important effects over here and happening already. Take a look at these key gauges of manufacturing in China and the U.S. They both fallen together. The U.S. PMI falling from 60 to around 52. Below 50 is contracting. Along with it, China's manufacturing index has dropped from just below 52 to now into contraction territory around 49. Joined at the hip, that chart looks like to me. What's also happening is it also affects what's happening in Germany as well. Overall, Chinese imports are down year over year. That started in December. A few months before that, overall exports from Germany, they went negative, suggesting a strong German-Chinese trade and economic connection. So anything that weakens China can hurt Germany. Germany's weakness, that's in turn a big part of Europe's weakness. All of this washes up on U.S. shores, and it shows up, among other places, in our export data. Yesterday, second quarter GDP data showed that U.S. exports, they almost always add to growth. They subtracted seven-tenths of a point from growth. In fact, this year, the, uh, the, this year, they saw the two biggest export subtractions from growth in a quarter since the Great Recession. That is in the last four quarters. The good news the U.S. has held up remarkably well, thanks to the consumer. We got some of that income spending number this morning. U.S. still growing at 2%, but the links are there. And if other economies worsen, Sarah, in what is still a globalized world, the U.S. is not going to be immune. So let's unpack that a little bit. First of all, the, the, the rest of the world's economy sliding means that, of course, we're going to have a huge number of, of uh, countries and banks that are turning turning negative so if i if i look at a chart i had one up here i think i've lost it now where is it okay i have lost it for now but uh i had a chart which showed uh which at which levels which maturities do uh which countries have negative interest rates germany has now negative interest rates all the way out to the 30-year bond now think about what that means think about what that means indeed to to illustrate this I play this little clip. It's a little four-second clip. Um, and you have to be a person of a certain age to remember watching Popeye on your television. Right? And you probably have seen, you probably can do Popeye I'm the Sailor Man. Right? And you probably know about eating spinach. And if you're a real fan, you probably remember that his his. The, the the woman for whom he and Bluto, his nemesis, would compete was named Olive Oil. 
But how many of us remember the fourth major character? Okay, it's sort of like remembering the fifth Beatle. Who remembers Wimpy? Right? Well, there are people who remember Wimpy because Wimp- Wimpy's was the name of a was the name of a sandwich shop uh, chain for for some time. I think it still exists, but I haven't seen one in a long time. But Wimpy, Wimpy's tagline, okay, instead of Popeye the Sailor Man or, or you know, and so on, was this. Let's cut number. Is it cut number six? I believe. I'd gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. I would gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. So I play this for my students. And I would say to them, okay, so what's he talking about? Because, you know, interestingly, he doesn't tell you what he will pay you. Notice he doesn't say, I will give you two hamburgers on Tuesday for a hamburger today. Which would be, uh, which my students learn, it implies there's a 100% interest rate over the time period between today and Tuesday. Um, Which is a pretty high interest rate. Does he offer you, okay? And when he says he's going to pay you, he doesn't tell you what he's going to pay you in. Is he going to pay you in burgers? There's some theories of Islamic finance, which bans the... uh, which bans the the payment of uh, interest, okay, as being sacrilegious. So something that in uh, in in Christian uh, in Christian economics is the considered the problem of usury, right? Um, and and in in Islamic finance, if I borrowed a, a hamburger from you today, what I would owe you is a hamburger on Tuesday. And in some theories of finance, you might be able to repay them the amount of money that a hamburger on Tuesday costs, which, if it's different than what it costs today, is still fair and is not, and not in fact, usurious. But what a negative interest rate says is that I will give you on Tuesday less than a hamburger today, but I'll give you back most of a hamburger now, that would be considered, because hamburgers are real, and money is considered, it's not imaginary, but we, we use the phrase nominal, because money as a medium of exchange only has value insofar as what you can purchase with it, since it's typically in a form of something that you can't use for anything else, okay, particularly fiat money as opposed to commodity money. So when I say you have a negative interest rate, when I tell you you can have, I'll pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today, and I tell you I'm going to give you less than a hamburger, that creates some real issues. As identified, uh, for example, by uh, by uh, Thorstein Pollitt in a piece that was over at the Mises Institute. I don't quote the Miesians all that often, but when it comes to talking about interest rates, this is where I would say you should pay particularly good attention to the Austrians because they have interesting things to say. Okay. It's a tra- okay, negative interest rates are attractive to the state. We've seen in the last few weeks and, or a month or so discussion of issuing extra-long bonds 
50-year, 100-year bonds. There was a piece, Steve Moore had a piece in the Wall Street Journal yesterday to that effect. Hey, we should be issuing, we should refinance U.S. debt so that we can get lower interest rates locked in for a long time. That would be awesome, right? Well, might be, but who's, you know, the question is, who wants to buy and lock in a 100-year return on a bond? They don't, really. Okay, and and as he as he points out, as he points out, what's happened has been that the governments, or excuse me, the central banks of 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 the world, have been buying up treasury securities at faster and faster rates, and so what we see in the market is that interest rates out there right now are in fact not natural rates. Okay, that's why I play, 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 uh, play Wimpy one more time, please, Andrew. I'd gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. There's no way that Popeye or whoever hears Wimpy say that is thinking to themselves, I'm going to get back less than one hamburger. When you tell me what is natural, what is natural is I'm getting a burger back. It may be a little bit extra because I am inconvenienced. My argument when I teach my students is there's a convenience factor, an opportunity cost. If I give you a hamburger today to which you're going to repay me on Tuesday, there's three days in which I don't have that hamburger. I will ask for compensation for that. And you say, well, then why, you know, but what happens if the price of burgers go down? Well, the price of burgers go down, if that goes down, what we would see is that I would receive back money that is lower, but the money that I get back would still be sufficient to allow me to buy back the burger. And maybe just a little fee on top of that to compensate me for the inconvenience of being without that burger for three days. And you say, burgers are perishable. If, I, if you give me a burger today, I'm not giving you back that same burger on Tuesdays. Yeah, I know. But I don't have the opportunity to consume a burger for three days. Don't I get a little something for that? That's what a natural rate is. You can't listen to Wimpy tell, tell Popeye or Bluto or ask Popeye or Bluto for a burger and make the offer of payment of repayment without thinking to yourself that the lender's going to get back at least a burger. We'll be back after this. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Business 1440 is KYCR Golden Valley. Something you need to know about Pete and Seth Talbot, the father-son owners. They're on a mission to help as many people as possible to get out of pain. They've been a consistent sponsor of this show. In radio, sponsors come and go. They, They may even stay for a year or so. And then they're gone. Not so with Relief Factor. Pete and Seth are consistent year after year. Why? 
because tens of thousands of people are now taking Relief Factor every day for their back and neck pain, shoulder pain, hip pain, knee pain, etc. And now they're in less or no pain at all. That's the truth. I'd like you to try it. Three-week quick start is just $19.95. In three weeks, you'll know if it works. How's that? Is that a great thing or what? Cancel if it doesn't work. Otherwise, it's the best $19.95 you will have spent. That's the quick start, relieffactor.com. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products. We all know logos work because they're on everything from the top of skyscrapers to the bottom of shoes. Ever wondered why or how to best use your logo to grow your business? Let us show you today for free. We're 4imprint, promotional product experts at your service. We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify, the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts BAG11 to 88988. At 4imprint, we make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting BAG11 to 88988. That's BAG11 to 88988. Students come to Online Trading Academy for many reasons. Some love their jobs but don't make enough money to live the life they dream about. Some aren't happy with their job and hope for something better. And others invest and trade but just need a better path to improve their returns. We even have students who have never invested or traded before. And they might not even know a stock from a rock, but dream of having extra income. There are better income opportunities than trading your time for money. It's time to learn those skills. Join us at Online Trading Academy so we can show you the path to your financial freedom. Attend a free investing class near you. Call now, 952-814-4410. Again, 952-814-4410 or go to learnwithota.com. Again, learn with OTA.com. Online Trading Academy Radio. Welcome back, King Banging Show, Business 1440. We'll get Ed Morrissey here at the top of the hour. I'm still watching and watching what's happening in uh, Hong Kong where the protests are continuing. It's The tactics are really interesting. We'll discuss those at the top of the next hour. But first, uh, let me complete this thought process and let's have this, let's have this discussion about negative interest rates. Negative real rates have always been among us. As uh, as Narnfan, one of our uh, one of our regular contributors to our Twitter feed at Pound KBRS here on the King Banyan Show on Business fourteen forty, one of the things that is true, right? In a world where there is inflation, you're holding a zero coupon uh, uh, perpetual bond, right? It's in your wallet as long as you have at least one dollar there. So you can have you have negative you have negative real yields, okay. 
when we talk about ZERP, zero interest rate policy, what we're talking about is the fact that a nominal yield can be, the nominal yield can be um, zero. But as we discovered during the period of QE, we could effectively make that rate negative. Even, even because there's a shadow rate that's happening as the Federal Reserve buys more and more treasury securities and agency securities and issues reserves against them. By some estimates that are posted at, at, at a couple of the Federal Reserves, uh, uh, the, shadow, the shadow Fed funds rate at one time was probably down around minus 3.5% back in 2014. So one way to think about what's happened with interest rates is that we think, well, we only went from zero to two or two and a quarter. Well, no, effectively, once we started, once we turned off the last QE, and then we started to turn turn the, the, the dial all the way over to QT, so think of, think of us being all the way on the plus side with QE and then turning it to zero, which we did for about two years. And then we turned it to minus as we went to QT back in 2016. And with that, we started to move another dial simultaneously to move the nominal Fed funds rate from zero to 2%. Those combined raised, raised short-term interest rates significantly more, right? than just the two to two and a quarter percent uh, target rate for the Fed funds rate. Probably over a much longer ramp, it probably actually increased those rates by four to five percent. So the people that talk about an inverted yield curve probably have not made that point enough, and it actually makes their point a little bit stronger. So let me say that in their favor. However, for us to think that somehow it would be meet and right to have in an economy that's growing where interest rates are growing, where investment has grown, profits are still fairly strong, and the consumer is leading the expansion. Okay, sorry, Steve Leesman, but frankly, if exports, if exports are declining, that's not my issue. Exports are what we pay, pay in order to get imports. I'm still, I'm still having final demand here in the United States rising at three and a half percent. If I'm not having to send so many goods overseas, produce and send away so many goods that still have that demand, that's not necessarily a bad thing. What I see out there is that the con- that this consumer-based expansion is still, it, this, this, this expansion still going. It is now a consumer expansion more than it is, more than it is a, uh, business expansion when will it end it will end as the consumer begins to confront all the uncertainty that's happening out there and so that's why you hear all these stories so that's why i'm talking about brexit and talking about hong kong and talking about italy because eventually it's not those are the issues that wash up on our shores so on that part leesman is right don't focus on the exports focus on the news that's being imported into this country where you have these these very uh, sharp uh, political events happening in in London and in Hong Kong and in Rome. Pay attention to Frankfurt. Pay attention to Beijing. 
Okay, there's there's more and more of these things happening as over the next few over the next few months, and eventually the the household sector will will begin to to scale it back, and that recession is going to happen at some point, but not yet. And add to that the following. Negative real yields are not a normal state of affairs. And I don't believe that people think that the natural real interest rate is negative. On this, the Austrians are exactly right. For us to have a negative real interest rate is an expansionary policy. The normal course of affairs is that when Wimpy tells you he's going to give you a, he'll pay you Tuesday for a burger today, you're going to get enough money to buy the burger. If we have deflation, then you'll get you'll get enough money to buy the burger, but it'll be less dollars than you than you needed today to buy the burger that you gave to Wimpy. Yes, that part is true, but. Unless we think that deflation is around the corner, which frankly I don't, real negative real rates are not going are not going to be in our future. Negative nominal rates I don't think are going to be in our future either. Thanks, th- thanks so much for ta- talking about that. But coming up right after the break, Ed Morrissey from HotAir.com to talk about the protests in Hong Kong. Going on right now, you are listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Guys, waking up over and over to urinate is not okay. But now, you can reduce those nighttime bathroom trips with the ingredients in Super Beta Prostate P3 Advanced. We're talking about less urges to urinate at night, less bathroom trips during the day, and better bladder emptying. It's like taking three prostate supplements in one. You can try a full 30-day bottle of P3 Advanced, free, just pay shipping and handling. No strings attached, no obligations, and no commitments to buy. This is a 30-day supply, absolutely free. Call 1-800-424-7126. Super Beta Prostate is the best-selling brand in major retailers like Walmart. But for this no-strings-attached free bottle, you must call now. Call 1-800-424-7126. Don't miss out on this unprecedented free offer. 1-800-424-7126. 1-800-424-7126. We have reached the age where things just cost more. Cars, mm-hmm, phones, mm-hmm. life insurance. Your blood pressure is up. <laughs> Your weight is up. <laughs> You're one to talk. I have type 2 diabetes, so I'm getting dinged just like you. Thank goodness for Big Lou. Big Lou! Big Lou can get term life insurance rates for a 50-year-old male with type 2 diabetes or high blood pressure, or maybe he's on anxiety meds, mm-hmm. for just around $200 a month for a million dollars of coverage. Oh, you gotta say that again. Go ahead. Okay, I'll say it. Big Lou and term provider could get a 50-year-old man, a little dinged up, uh-huh. a million dollars in life insurance for around $200 a month. Call Big Lou. Big He's like you. 800-555-2085. That's 800-555-2085. Don't put it off. If you're overweight, diabetic, have high blood pressure, you gotta call Big Lou. Gotta. 800-555-2085. Write it down. 800-555-2085. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. 
Drag Queen Story Hour continues its reign at libraries despite backlash. That was the headline of a recent story in the New York Times, a story presented as if there is a normal America where Drag Queen Story Hour makes perfect sense, and then there is that other backward America that responds with backlash. Of course, the word backlash has negative connotations, as if this is some wrongful, negative, conservative overreaction. It's worth pointing out that these Drag Queen Story Hours, and this article admits as much, are targeted at children because children are impressionable and easily influenced to come to celebrate the life choices of those leading the story time. In a stunningly short amount of time, we've watched a massive restructuring of the entire moral universe of modern America that makes Drag Queen Story Time first unimaginable, then plausible, then actual, and then celebrated. Yes, we are indeed a culture in crisis. I'm Albert Moeller. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.